Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another soundtrack breakdown. And today I will be breaking down Say I Love You, the OST for Say I Love You. And let me tell you guys, I had a few grabs with the actual anime. Go back on my playlist. You'll see I just recently did the anime review for Say I Love You. <clears throat> but I will tell you, and it was good. It was a very good anime. Go watch it. Um, but the soundtrack, oh my gosh, you know, I was listening to it, but I was so involved with the story, I wasn't really too sucked into the soundtrack as I was watching it, but when I played back the soundtrack, and you know, I, I do a lot of research, and, and I listen to the entire soundtrack, oh my gosh, this is one of the best soundtracks that I've heard in, in a while, man, it's, it's good, oh my gosh, it's like, these little short, um, these short series, you know, 12, 13 episode series, some of them have the best freaking soundtracks that you're ever going to hear. Uh, and of course, a lot of the big ones, you know, Naruto, One Piece, all of them, they all have good soundtracks. But you'd be very surprised that these little short, you know, throwaway animes, I like to call them, uh, they have, I don't know, like, who do they go to uh, to, to produce uh, and compose this music and perform it. Like, what orchestra is, uh, you know, doing all this music? And it's it's just fantastic. Anyway, guys, say I love you. I, have, uh, I believe I have five pieces here. Let me let me um, check the menu. You know, five chicken drumsticks. You know what I'm saying? Five-piece order. Anyway, that's enough of the stupid analogy, chicken analogies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got five pieces for you that I'm going to break down. Get ready, guys. Real is a really good soundtrack, and you're going to love it. And as I normally do with these, I focus on orchestral music, music with a, a range of instrumentation that you find in a classic orchestra. So keep that in mind. So with that being said, guys, let's jump right on into the first piece.
Oh, wasn't that lovely? Don't you see why I love this soundtrack so much? It only gets so much better from there. This is the piece that was commonly played uh, throughout the entirety of the anime. It was, it was very, it was, uh, it was one of the more common themes that you find throughout, uh, throughout the anime. And man, it's it's just it's a mournful piano solo, very somber, and it's. It's likely this this particular piece is likely played when there are painful memories or or a moment of tension or, or drama that's going on between our two lovebirds Yamato and Tachibana Mei and you know it's a new relationship they're they're constantly being uh, um challenged by like people who are just trying to just just insert themselves into the situation and they and they see you know Yamato he's the most popular most handsome guy in school and there's a lot of girls who are jealous and they're trying to just step into the picture and it's like well what does she have that I don't have you know that kind of stuff and the this particular piano solo I can't give any particular scenes per se but it sounds like it would be a scene where there's when these people step into the picture and because Tachibana's um her self-esteem is so low when she sees someone else trying to move in on her turf she kind of backs down and one of the best uh aspects of these of this anime is there's a part where she decides not to back down anymore and I was like that's the character development I like to see right there that was that was beautiful guys oh my gosh this is a good anime anyway like I said, very mournful, very just beautiful piano solo. There's a part where the orchestra, you know, comes in and it just just makes it even more mournful, more emotional. And it's just it's just a good piece. And of course, as a flute player, I had to keep in the flute solo at the end. And you know, I think that was a representation that love was still alive. That that perhaps the two lovebirds still have a chance after all, because the flute is an instrument that's often associated with love and romance and such. And you know that that end, that ending flute. Um, I, I guess you could call it flute solo. That ending flute solo, and I believe it was a duet. Could have been single. I have to go back and listen to it. A single flute, but I, I believe there might have been two flutes in there. Anyway, um, when when they came in, perhaps it was saying. You know, there there is hope. There is still for this new budding couple. And uh, even though there there are self-esteem problems and even though people are trying to insert themselves into this relationship, there is hope for true love after all. And I could just be reading way too far into this. It, regardless, that's what I would like to think. A very hopeful message from a very somber piece. Let's move on to... The next one.
indeed, another beautiful piece. All the names are in Japanese, so I won't be, you know, naming or giving you the actual names of the of the music. But anyway, guys, man, what a good one. What a good one. This this piece it, it reminded me perhaps perhaps it was played during the more romantic scenes between Tachibana and Yamato. They cause they have quite a few of those when they're just really just growing into one another, I guess you could say, getting used to each other, falling more and more in love. Uh, with each other and all that good, juicy, mushy stuff, you know what I'm saying. So in the beginning of this piece, the strings do a beautiful job of paving the way for, of course, the flute to steal the show. Oh, yes. You see, I'm very biased when I listen to music, when I listen to these soundtracks. Of course, if I hear a flute theme, I'm all over that mug, you know what I'm saying? It's a very beautiful piece. Oh my gosh, I enjoyed it. And like I said, I feel like it's one of the more romantic themes. This is probably played when those two, you know, Yamato and Tachibana made when they're coming together and, and they're they're falling more and more in love with each other and during the good times, because there are good times and bad times with every relationship, I can tell you from experience. And uh, with this one, it's, it's the same thing. Any realistic uh, depiction of a relationship will show the good and the bad. So this was definitely played during the better aspects of it. And uh, yes, and uh, as when the flutes, they come in and, you know, I, I was all excited. It's like, yeah, flute solo. And all of a sudden, the flutes kind of fall back. And and the strings come forward and they take over they take over the main theme and the flutes are just frolicking underneath. Go go and listen to it again when the flute fades out and the uh, and the uh, the the strings or, or the the rest of the orchestra takes over the main theme. The flutes are just frolicking frolicking underneath. They're just playing about, think of children just skipping through a daisy to fill the daisies and whatnot, and it was beautiful. They, they were just frolicking underneath, not a care in the world, and all of a sudden the main theme kind of switches to another part of the orchestra. I believe it was the cellos and perhaps clarinets, I could be wrong on that, but they take over that main theme, and all of a sudden where the flutes were frolicking, they're replaced by the harp. And it's frolicking underneath, and it's just, it's just a fantastic, it's, it's a very playful piece. There's a lot of playfulness that goes along. So they're not just, this isn't just a depiction of them being romantic and, you know, just ha having a good time and all that. It shows that perhaps they're, they're having, well, I should say they are having a good time. It's not just a, a time of them growing close together, but they're having a, a, a good time doing so. Perhaps they're they're really really enjoying each other's company. There's times where Yamato's poking poking fun at you know Tachibana, and you know she's all serious and stuff. And he's like, "Come on, lighten up, come on," you know. And and I feel like this theme would play during those moments. But anyway, guys, another fantastic theme. Guess what? Moving on to the next one. <laughs>
Hello there, Mr. Clarinet. You deserve some love, too. As you can see from this last piece, the clarinet got a lot of love. And uh, that that uh, main theme was passed around. You know, the, the one, do, 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 do. You know that one? <clears throat> the, the, the only theme <laughs> that was going on with that piece. Anyway, uh, that main theme was passed around the orchestra. Like a like a fumbled football. No, that that sounds terrible. Fumbled football would be messy. This was more like a a slice of decadent decadent cheesecake. I, I don't know. My my analogies have been off. I, I haven't been on point with my analogies for like the past like four podcasts. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, guys, it, it was. I love this. I love this one. It's it's. A theme for a theme for like a, a a beautiful day. That's all I can say. I, I can't tell you what what scene this was playing. It's just a theme for a beautiful day, and uh, yeah, it's it. You know what this reminds me of? For some reason, there's a movie called Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and in like there's there's a playfulness to this theme, and it it really reminds me of that movie, and I don't know why <laughs> i i feel like if i were to listen to the soundtrack of honey i shrunk the kids i'd be like yep there it is because if there's anything i remember about anything it would be the soundtrack but anyway so yeah the the clarinet got a lot of loving in this one which is that's another instrument i i enjoy i enjoy jazz clarinet especially um i don't play it but i do enjoy it and um, the clarinet fades away, and of course the violin and the flute come in with their duet. They take over the same theme, a very, very lovely duet. And then the the string section, they're 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 following along. They're accompanying the the you know the the soloist the entire time. There are the people who are having the the. Oh, is it called duetus? No, I just made that word. A duetus, really? It's not soloist and duetus, really. Really, do this? Anyway, flute and clarinet, uh, flute and violin duet, duetus. Wow, that surprised myself sometimes. Anyway, and then the cello comes, and uh, the cello um, takes over the theme, uh, followed uh, in the in the background with the harp, and it, and then it comes full circle back to the clarinet with that theme once again and then we end and it was it was just a it's just a lovely theme for a lovely day and uh i i rather enjoyed this theme i rather i rather enjoyed it a lot indeed you guys ready let's get to the next one
this theme right here, guys. This theme right here. This is my favorite theme, and and, and uh, you know it's not the fav my favorite because there are flutes in it. Of course, there's flutes in it, but ah, oh, it's just so good, man. I mean, it, it's so catchy. Like I I imagine, I bet if you weren't bobbing your head side to side as you were listening to this, then what's wrong with you? You're you're disgusting. You disgust me. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so in the beginning, that instrument with the bell-like ringing sound, very beautiful, glimmering, beautiful instrument. Is uh, I wasn't sure what it was because there's a lot of instruments in the keyboard family that uh, have that bell-like sound, like the xylophone, the 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 vibraphone. The there's just so many of them. Um, and, and marimbas and whatnot, but so I was like, I had to call my wife and said, like, "What what instrument is that?" And she's like, "Well, that's probably a vibe. That's probably a vibraphone with hard rubber tips." And I'm like, "Ah, you know, like they they have mallets that you hit the 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 keys with, and different tips will produce different sounds." And to her, it sounded like there were hard rubber tips on it because of the ringing sound to it. But anyway. Yeah, man, this 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 was a good one, and of course, uh, an instrument uh, that really never gets much love is the oboe. And the oboe is just laying down in the and then just underneath the the main theme there. And uh, just love me some double reed instruments, man. I knew an oboe player once, and she was one of the craziest people I ever knew. And she hung out with the flutes. She hung out with me and the rest of the flutes. She actually played the flute, <laughs> so so every her primary instrument was the oboe. But she hung out with us flutes from time to time, and we got in all kinds of just weird shenanigans. You'll find that if you're ever in a band or whatever, or in some sort of just ensemble of musicians, you always find that all the sections have certain characteristics. Like the flutes, they're like cats. The, the trumpets, they're like chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you're going to, I say like the brass, they're like walruses. It, it's it's just, you won't understand unless you're ever in a band, okay? In a band or an orchestra. I've been in so many of these ensembles that it's, it, I, I catch these things. I catch on to it. But anyway, yeah, man. It was. This is my favorite piece right here. I enjoy. It. I should have saved it for the end. I'll play it as my outro, and um, yeah. And then, and then, one of the best parts is that, you know, the the vibraphone is taken away with the with the, with the solo. Very very beautiful uh, uh, solo with the you know the flutes and the clarinets and, and the oboe underneath. And then the oboe just springs to life, takes the solo. I'm like yes. Yes, this is it. What an underrated instrument. Yes, this is, this is, this is. Oh. But of course, at the end, the flute went and took the last solo, and I nearly just, I just nearly fainted from the joy, you know, because it was like, it, it's it's already a good piece, but now you just made it like fantastico, all right? Like it, you just took it to another realm, all right? The shallow realm, and back again. All right, that's that's where this piece went with me, and uh, and then the vibraphone at the end gives it a very mystical, very shimmering, bell-like ringing end, and it's it's just good. Go back and listen to this one like five or six more times in a row, not not like overall in a row. Just keep just keep swiping backwards and just listen to it. It's yeah, it's just it's good. It's good.
It's good. Anyway, guys, I believe I'm on my last piece. Let me check here. You know, as I record these, I, I don't pre-write anything. I listen to it prior to... I may cut some whatnot, but I listen to it as I'm recording. So I want you to know that, like, I... I, I record a segment, I break down whatever piece I just did, I'll stop, and then I'll go and listen to the next piece and have it fresh in my mind. So, and take little notes on, you know, things that really stood out to me, but most of it's just listening to it, eyes closed. If I have any notes I want to jot down, I, want to, I definitely want to mention something, I'll do that. So just giving you a, a, just a bird's eye view into my process of making these uh, soundtrack breakdowns, and they just... I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot if you haven't noticed. Anyway, guys, this is the last piece. I know. It's so good. Go find it. Download it. Listen to it. Enjoy. Say I love you. The uh, the soundtrack. But anyway, guys, let's jump to the final piece. This piece, we are, we ended on a good one, guys. We ended on a good one. We are hit very sharply out of the blue with a very beautiful flute solo. And of course, you already know how I feel about those flutes. Those stuck-up flutes over in the corner out of tune and whatnot. Anyway, um, other flute players will get it. <laughs> and every other musician ever whoever played with uh, more than three or four flutes at a time will understand exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, if you listen carefully, listen carefully, go back, is when you hear that flute solo, if you listen carefully, you will you will hear the clarinets underneath. And um, I, I feel like the flute math, it was the main, it was the main show, it was the main event 
uh, for that for for that moment in time. And so it's I feel like if you don't listen carefully, the fact that the clarinets were sitting underneath the flute might go uh, under your head or perhaps under the bridge or whatever analogy that I can butcher <laughs> next. Uh, just oh man, the just the flute is just it's such a beautiful instrument, isn't it? Isn't it uh, an instrument of love and oh my gosh, it, it's just so good. There's a reason why I play it. There's, I actually have a funny story. Uh, when when I was asked all the way back in what was it middle elementary school, my mom she's like, okay, uh, you're gonna go and play play an instrument and in, at band in school. So tell me which instrument you want. And I looked at the clarinet. I pointed. Right at it. I said, I want the flute. And she's like, okay, you're getting the flute. And then she leaves. She comes back. I was like, wait a minute. That's the silver one, not the black one. And then I was stuck with the flute ever since. <laughs> anyway, it's terrible. So it was a happy accident that I actually uh, ended up playing the flute. And perhaps I should uh, do a podcast where I really played. There was a podcast I did with my wife, who's also an excellent flute player. Um... And then we, 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 it, it's hard to listen to because we were butchering. <laughs> we had, we had the flutes, the concert C flutes. We had Shakuhachi Japanese flute, which I also play badly. We had the, the recorders, which I play badly. She plays pretty good. And, uh, the Irish whistle, which we both just butchered. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. This piece getting sidetracked here. So yeah, uh, our flute and clarinet duo, uh, they cut away very suddenly out of nowhere and the rest of the orchestra takes over with a very beautiful serenade. Yes, go back and listen to it. It's very nice. Then the flutes come back and once again they're masking the clarinets. The clarinets going to have their moments of shine, said the flutes. We'll take over with the main theme. But no, 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 that's... The cello has something to say about that because the cello, which is another instrument I, I rather enjoy a lot out of all the stringed instruments in the world. It's, um, it's the cello followed closely by the acoustic guitar. And I only enjoy the, the, the acoustic guitar, specifically acoustic guitar, because I taught myself how to play it and I got decent at it. And then I gave it up for the flute. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of cheated on the... The guitar with the flute, so yeah, sad day, sad day. But anyway, this piece it feels like it feels like a, a resolution, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like a resolution was reached with this piece? Like, doesn't it feel like this is like the final, you know, two three minutes of the the anime, and there's a happy ending, and then we we we're listening to this as Tachibana, uh, Mei, and and Yamato. Sound like I, I was talking about three people. Tachibana, Mei, and Yamato. No, Tachibana, Mei, and Yamato, you know, they, they come they, they, they come to accept each other and love each other and look to the future as hopeful. It doesn't this it just feels like a very beautiful ending to a very beautiful anime. So I, I don't know if that's the case. I should go back and watch the last episode, the last couple of minutes and see if that's really the case. Because if it were, um Man, that, that that this piece would like perfectly fit right there. But anyway, guys, this is Batman Live 2002. Please go and listen to the Say I Love You OST. What a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. And there's more to it, but you know, if I did every OST, 
every piece within the entire soundtrack. We'd be here all day. In this recording studio of mine, the ghetto one in my closet, is hot and stuffy. <laughs> anyway, this is Batman Live 2002. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, tomorrow or the next podcast that I record will be another anime review. So look forward to that. I would tell you to go to my website, but I got to go and renew my domain. So my website's currently down. Anyway, I, oh, what was that? Your Dropbox is almost full, it says. Anyway, guys, this is Batman Live 2002. I, whoa. Oh, that was cool. Did you hear that? Mm, mm, mm. I don't know if that's going to come across. <laughs> anyway, guys, I need you to do me one favor because I need to get out of this room because I'm getting delirious from the heat. Stay with Sawson, people. Stay with Sawson. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!